G'day and welcome to On The Road. My name's Scott Gibbons and On The Road is your show. It's a show where we, we travel, we go all around this great nation of ours, we talk about caravans, we talk about motorhomes, we talk about tents, places we can go, places we can see, places we can enjoy and it's just a fun show. So if you're ready to go on the road, I'm ready to go on the road, let's go on the road together, here we go. G'day, it's Scott Gibbons, we're on the road, and it's so good to be back, it is so good to be back, I've missed you all week. So, what's been happening this week? What has been happening this week? Well, you're coming up towards the end of June, so you better get ready for all the donations and everybody and all the charities that you can help, and don't forget, if you can help, then buyabale.com.au, buy a bale, B-U-Y-A-B-A-L-E, buyabale.com.au, they need your help because they help the farmers, don't they? The farmers that have been going through the droughts and the bushfires and the COVID-19 and all of that, they need your help. So if you can do that, terrific. And the other one that we love to help, of course, is the Royal Flying Doctor Service. The Royal Flying Doctor Service. Oh, by golly. If you go out bush, you're going to need them. You, well, I hope you don't. But if you do, they're there for you. They're all terrific. And you can donate to them if you want to. You can donate to them which is the lovely thing to do, and all you do is just go into the Royal Flying Doctor Service or the RFDS, RFDS. You work out what you want to do, how much you're going to give them. They've got, if you go onto their website, which is flyingdoctor.org.au, there's a donate button on there. You just work out how you want to do it, or you can donate by phone, whatever you want to do. But they help so many people. They are just terrific. But there's so many good charities out there, aren't there? They really, really are. Now, speaking of good things, good things that are happening, then, of course, we know about Phil C. Do you know about Phil C? Let me tell you about Phil C. He's got a new winter time slot. So it's called Aussie Flashbacks. What's it all about? It's all about Aussie music. And you know we love Aussie music on this show, too. That's what he plays. But not only does he play the music. Now, the time slot is 4 to 6 every Sunday. 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 6 o'clock in the night, every Sunday, and this week he's got a special guest, and the special guest is Kevin Borridge. Ha <laughs> yeah, Kevin Borridge from Lardy Dars fame, Kevin Borridge from the Kevin Borridge Express, and he's going to be talking to Phil all about his new single. He's got a new single out, and it's called Call a Friend, and it features Russell Morris as well. Oh, by golly, two icons there. So, And Phil, get your pencil handy, because Phil does requests. So if you've got a request that you want, you write down this number, one three hundred. 593-400. It's got to be an Aussie song. Got to be Aussie. So one 400 If you've got an Aussie song, you just do that. That would be terrific. And everything's going to be a great night. So that's, that's Sunday nights, 4 to 6, and it's the Phil C Show, and it's called Aussie Flashbacks. And I, well, I'll be listening. I know I'll be listening. I think he's just terrific. He's got so many good things going on that show. Now, what else is happening? Oh, there's, it's been a big week. It's been a big week. Things are coming back together, aren't they? I, I mean, I've noticed things are coming back together. Things are getting really, really good. So you've got Buy a Bale. You've got Donate to the Flying Doctor. That's terrific. Australian made. Oh, by golly. Hey, here's, if you want to join, if you want to join a Facebook page, then go on to Buy, B-U-Y, Australian owned and produced products. Have a look at that. Buy Australian-owned and produced products. You go on to you will learn so much about Australian stuff. You'll learn so, so much. Uh, so Decor, D-E-C-O-R, Decor, they make plastic goods in Australia. In Australia. So you can go to Bunnings and, and get anything out of China, but there's other, other people that make similar plastic products, but they're Australian. Oh, I think that's exciting. Now, what else is that? Oh, there's so much going on. The Grain Nomads, I don't know whether you've been following what they've been, they've been doing some terrific things. And the, the New South Wales government, they're bringing in some cheaper rates for caravans. Uh, so if you're towing your caravan, you're towing your, your trailer, you're towing your boat, they're going to bring in some cheaper rates uh, for everywhere that you tow on all the toll roads except for the Sydney Harbour Bridge and the Sydney Harbour Tunnel. So you're going to make it cheaper. Now, they're going to start that in November, which is lovely, but they're going to backdate it to June. <laughs> That's terrific. Good on you. Thank you, Gladys. We love what you're doing for us. You're terrific. And there's so much more going on. So what about reversing tips? So if you, if you want to reverse, uh, this, this was a terrific article. It was in RV Daily. So they gave six tips 
for reversing. So one of the most important ones, of course, is to wind down all your windows and turn your music off. <laughs> wind down your windows, turn your music off. It seems like a no-brainer, doesn't it? But as they say, you'd be surprised how many experienced drivers fail to do that when they're ready to reverse their caravan. So you've got to give yourself every opportunity to see and hear what's going on by winding down all your windows and eliminating all the noisy distractions. And even if you're doing it solo, have your windows down because somebody else might be there and they might see that you're about to hit something. If they yell out, stop, and you've got all your windows up and your music going, you're not going to hear them. So, And if you've got somebody with you, then give them a handheld UHF so that they can actually talk you through. Because uh, there's a lot of you know, a lot of people who don't use, they just use signals. But you know when you're reversing your caravan or whatnot, somebody's, they think they're in line of sight, they're not in line of sight, you've twisted your vehicle around, you can't see them, and there's a lot of angst going on. But if they've got, you know, and people are yelling out to you, they're saying, do this, do that, you can't see them, you can't read their lips, you can't even hear them. You give them a little handheld UHF, oh, happy days, happy, happy, and they're cheap, they're cheap. So there you go, UHF, little handheld, because you've got your one in the car, so that's terrific. Now, if you don't have a UHF, then you've got to make sure that whoever is, say you've got your passenger with you, whoever it is, that you understand the signals that they're going to give you, and they understand the signals that you need. So there's no sense in having somebody who's directing you if they're not speaking the same language, you know? You've got to know what they're talking about. They've got to know what you need to know. So the communication is there. So if they're saying left hand down, you've got to know what the, the signal is for left hand down. If they're saying you go a bit right, you've got to know what the signal is for going right. Because if the hands are just going everywhere, you've got a problem. So decide ahead of time which way you're going to communicate and and. They also suggest to choose whether you're going to look in the mirrors or you're looking over your shoulder because the hardest part of reversing is getting going. So once you've got some movement happening, then the process is generally fairly intuitive, uh, even if you're a newbie. But switching between the mirrors and looking over your shoulder, then that may disorientate you just that little bit easier. So you don't want that. So just decide. I, I just use the mirrors. I, I think that's a, an easier thing to do, but I give I give Rhonda the UHF and... Hey, easy, easy peasy. And then you've got to reverse. This is something interesting, and they've said it's easier. If you've got a choice of reversing in, and you, and you can choose whether you're reversing from the left or from the right, you choose to reverse from the right because it's, it's easier uh, because you're on that side of the vehicle. So you can see. So reversing is a whole lot easier when the driver's on the inside of the turning vehicle or the turning van, and you'll have a better view of the rear of the van. You'll be able to have more access to the angle between the caravan and the vehicle. I think that makes a lot of sense. And then straight line reversing, where you use your side mirrors. And the easiest way to reverse in a straight line is to use your side mirrors, of course. And the handy tip here is to turn the steering wheel in the same direction that the van is straying in. So if it's straying to the right, then you drop your steering wheel to the right and you should be straightening up pretty easy. So there's some simple things for you. There's some nice, simple things. So don't forget Phil C., He's on Sunday nights, four to six, Aussie flashbacks, and, and you can you can ring through. You can get your request, but it's got to be Aussie. Got to be Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. So I think that's going to be true. But he's got Kevin Burridge coming next week. Next week, oh, another big surprise for you. I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but make sure you tune in next week because he's got another special guest. So that's got to be good. That's got to be good. Now there's some music coming up for you. What do you want? What do you want? You give me a little bit of a little bit of clue on what you'd like to have because hey, you know you can keep in contact with us. You can go onto our, our website. It, it's called ontheroadmedia.com.au. Ontheroadmedia.com.au. You can have a look at that. You can check out all the podcasts. We've got 40 shows there already. 40 shows. So if you're going somewhere, you can take those 40 shows with you. Listen, learn. Get some great music as you're going through, and I think that's going to be terrific. I think that's going to be true. You can have all the Butte music because we try and play just Aussie music, don't we? Just Aussie music. So if you're going to do reversing and you're not going to do uh, with your UHF and you're not going to learn the signals of somebody else, well, you might just have a little boom sha la 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 If you're going to have a boom sha la 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 what about a little bit of hands pulsing? boom sha la 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 Hey, here we go. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. We're on the road, and we're having a good time. We're having a great time now. Australia's back open. Just about, just about, nearly all of it, just about. Here we go. Boom, shalalalo, hands pulsing.
dreamy little country There's a sleepy Sunday school Where the schoolman Annabella Teaches sleepy golden rules But the children were all waiting To hear the church bell ring They had their own religion And all they had to do was sing it to the world Sha-la-la-lo They will sing to you Sha-la-la-lo Isn't Hans Folsom just, I love the voice, a great voice. Now, what about, speaking of great, we've got to get away, haven't we? We've just got to go out, even if it's just a drive, if it's a weekend, if it's a week, whatever we can do. And I'm looking through the books and I'm thinking, oh, where's a good place? Where's a nice, easy place? If you're close to Sydney, then there's a a lovely coastal loop between Batemans Bay and Maruya, and it's called George Bass Drive. Maruya is beautiful. Maruya is just beautiful. But the whole the whole sector down there is terrific. It's just it's just it was discovered by George Bass, and he was a a really intrepid explorer. And he surveyed Australia's southeast coastlines, and he had tall ships and tiny skiffs, and he climbed mountains, and he rode horses, and he he just had a, a terrific interest in everything. So really, really good. Um, and and now. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it in comfort. So it, it's one of those Eurobadala driving routes. So the George Bash Drive, it's it's fabulous road journey. It winds its way down through the nature coast of southern New South Wales. And the appeal of the area has got many aspects. You've got miles of golden beaches. You've got craggy headlands. You've got wild vegetation. You've got native creatures. But it's comparatively, compared to the rest of the coastline of of much of Australia comparatively underdeveloped. So it's, it's really nice. And you've got some pretty, pretty spots. You've got small communities between Batemans Bay and Maria, and they've maintained their lovely, lovely charm. And in some cases, their appearance and their low-key atmosphere, it just makes it it just makes it pretty. It's just a pretty, pretty, pretty place. And, and Eurobadalo, the land of, of many waters, if you like, and it just has a real hospitality to it. And now that the world is opening up again, we can go down there and we can buy some things and spend some money and do all the things. But but that coastline, it's about 35 kilometres in length. And George Bash Drive, it's, it's a comparatively short tourist drive. I mean, you can complete it. I mean, 35k is not long. You can complete it in less than a day. But... You can also spend a week 
doing it because there's so much to see. So you can do the George, but it's, it's a loop, if you will. You've got George Bash Drive. You can do a loop from Batemans Bay. But it's just as easy completed from any of the towns along the length and it's all geared up. You've got fantastic accommodation. I think you've got about 10 caravan parks down in that direction as well. You can do so many things. You've got uh, Northhead Campground, which is near Marie. You've got Congo Point Campground. You've got various other things. So if you've got your van with you or if you've got your camper trailer with you, you're going to have a good time. So uh, the, the Pleasure Lee Tourist Park in Batehaven, that's a good one. There's so many down there and so many have got beaches nearby and pools and whatever else. But you'll have so much leisure interest, if you will. Batemans Bay, you've got to explore Batemans Bay. It's terrific. If you, the National Park down there. That'll keep you busy for a couple of days. You've got the Clyde River. You can cruise along there. There's a lovely little boat called uh, the Escapade. And, and you can do so many. You've got the botanical gardens, the old courthouse, the museums, uh, the exhibits that, that are there, the old uh, Oliver Tree Art Gallery. Uh, you might be able to shuck some local oysters down there as well. There's lovely things to do. You've got country markets every Saturday in Maria's Riverside Park. Uh, there's koalas in the Birdland Animal Park. You can do snorkeling, you can do kayaking, you can maybe go opal hunting as well and shell collections in some of the treasures of the Deep Museum. You can do many, many things. It's just a pretty, pretty place. You've got uh, Murramurang National Park and the Cullendulla Creek Natural Reserve. And there's so much uh, Oakey Beach, uh, the Oakey Beach track. That's a good little track. That's a good little track. You, you'll love walking that one if, you, if you're into walking and exploring and doing various things. You've got so many more beaches down there. You can stay on Beach Road and you'll go through Catalina and Batehaven, Sunshine Bay, Denham's Beach, Surf Beach. There's so many more. And, and then the, there's different legs that you can do. But the Clyde River Estuary, ah, oh, the beaches, the Batemans Bay area, you're going to love it. There's Wimby Beach, there's Sunshine Bay. Oh, my golly. Things that you can do down there, it, it, you, you could travel the world and just feel that you've gone somewhere else, but really you're just close to home and you've got the beautiful ac accent that the Aussies have got, everything's there. And then south of Malua Bay, you've got George Bass Drive, it wanders inland a little and it loops through the, the eucalypt bushland of Mogo State Forest and Mogo, oh, if you get a chance to go to Mogo, Mogo got hit by the fires, as you probably remember, the Mogo Zoo, they worked so hard to save that and they saved the animals, they did so good. Unfortunately, some of the town just got destroyed and there were some buildings down there that were oh my golly they were beautiful but they got lost and the people lost everything everything so you know although the fires have gone some of the scars remain and, and that's where we've got to we've got to get down there and those people that are still in business help them out buy some stuff do the good things and if you could do it that's going to make a big difference to so many people uh, there's a, a 1930s boat shed down there if you want to go and see that. You've got beautiful uh, walking trails around Cullendulla Creek Natural Reserve. Uh, you might even catch a brim if you wanted to. You might catch a flathead uh, around the quiet coves of the, the Clyde River mouth. Uh, you, that's where the granite, the granite came, uh, I think, from around the Maruya de uh, area for the Sydney Harbour Bridge pylons. So... <laughs> They, I don't know how you find you find the granite down there and you bring it up to Sydney. Amazing. Uh, Murramurang National Park, you might be able to see some kangaroos in there. You might be able to see some whales along the Bruley Island Walk. By golly, it's a beaut thing. It's a beaut thing to do. And it's not far. You're not far from Sydney. Gorilla Bay, that's just amazing. You've got a circular cradle of massive serrated rock formations that tilt upward from the ocean into a into a frozen Primal performance, if you like. <laughs> There's so much to do. Barlings Beach Holiday Park, it's, it's well positioned. So if you want to explore that, the George Bass Drive, you can do that. So many things. You can, you can walk through the parks. Not far south is the settlement of Tomican, which, which looks around the beautiful Tomaga, Tomaga River. Uh, you've got Mossy Point down there. You've got everything. So if, if you want to do some beaut things, you can do some beaut things. I think you can escape. You can have a great time down there. And, and be sure to stop at some of the villages as you go through because you'll find some some places down there that, uh, you know, they'll have things that we just don't have in the city. And one of the things, of course, is the country smile. And although it's not real country, it's country, it's beautiful. It's going to be a wonderful thing for you. Now, if you want a wonderful thing, you might as well have, I would reckon, 
a bit of music, eh? What about a bit of music? I reckon you... What about, because we've got our world back, our world is back, uh, what about we have You're My World by Sherbert? I, I think that'd be terrific. You're My World by Sherbert. We can get out there, we can do it. By the way, if you're looking to do, if you look, if your business needs their YouTube uh, done, you, know, you want some more video to go on YouTube, then give me a call. I've, I've got a videographer. We can come down, meet you, make some YouTubing for you, get your website cranked up so that you've got more video on there. If you want to do that, that's going to be nice and easy. All you've got to do is give me a call. It's Scott on 0410 621216. Scott, 0410 I've got the videographer. We'll make it happen, and it's going to be terrific for you. And, and you know, you get so much value for money. I'm telling you, so much value for money. And by the way, if there's some sponsors out there that are looking to get sponsorship on the show, then give us a call on that as well. Just go on to ontheroadmedia.com.au because that's what the show is. It's on the road. Go on to ontheroadmedia.com.au. You'll find a little click button there that you can click. You can see the rest of the shows or listen to the rest of the shows that, because there's over 40 shows that are there. But if, you want some, if you've got a product that you think our listening audience, and our listening audience is all the way around Australia because we're on the vast satellite network. So all the RVers that are out there, all the grey nomads, all the people in their caravans, all the young ones that are using their camper vans, they're out there. And they're listening to us on 665 on the vast network. So... I think we're the only sensible radio station going. <laughs> I think, from what they tell me, from what they tell me, I think it's so it's pretty good. So if you want your, your message spread nationally, then you just let us know. So if you've got anything to do with the RV industry, you tell us, and we'll make sure that the world knows about it. That, that would be great. And plus, we go through so many stations, so many stations. I mean, you can start up at Coffs Harbour and come all the way down to Hawkesbury, go all the way down to... Uh, the Southern Highlands, if you like. So we're, we're, wherever the people are, I think we're there. So you do that. So you just give us a call, 0410 621216, 0410 or go on to au and have a little look at that site. Click the info and, and we will come back to you and we'll help you make something happen. But in the meantime, what about You're My World? Here's Sherbert, You're My World. Hey, we'll be back in a little while. Scott Gibbons, great being with you. to be 
Ah, Sherbet, eh? Aussie band, Aussie band. And when you love Aussie music, you've got to listen to Aussie flashbacks. And that's with Phil C. And he's got a brand new time slot. I told you about it earlier, but grab your pencil because it's four to six o'clock every Sunday. And this week he's going to be interviewing Kevin Borich. And next week he's got another special guest. And Phil takes requests. So if you want to give him a ring... Now, and you've got an Aussie request, got to be Aussie, 1-300-593-400, Now, we've got to talk about getting the right site, getting the right site. Then we're talking about a caravan park site, uh, uh, so you, you've got to go and get some tips, if you like, on how to get the best site for your next caravan park stay, and we know we're going to do it, and Linda Blomfitch, did, uh, oh, we're going back some time ago in Caravan and Motorhome, and she said whenever staying in a caravan park, you'd like to be able to have some say on the particular site that you'll be given. So maybe you're an RVer that just accepts the site that you're offered, and that's fine, but you might find next door is the site from hell. So here's a few of her tips on how to get the best caravan park site for your setup. So the caravan park location, she says, when, when we plan to stay at a potential caravan park for several days in an unfamiliar town, we'll often check the location of the park using Google Maps. And then doing that, she can see the park's location in relation to busy roads and proximity to shops and the other facilities and, and whether it backs onto a railway line or a school or whatever. And using that approach puts her on the front foot for making the correct decision where there are multiple caravan parks to choose from. And, and then the site plan, she's found that it's becoming increasingly popular for the larger holiday park chains to provide a park site plan on their website. So she takes advantage of those and they help her in planning which site she'd like when looking at a longer caravan park stay. So when, when the, where the sites are provided, we call the caravan park, she says, and she requests one to be mailed out. And, and that way, it helps her determine the proximities to facilities such as the, the amenities block, the camp kitchen, the playground, the major thoroughfares. And depending upon the circumstances, you might like to be close to all of those or kept well away. <laughs> you might have kids with you, you might not. You want to be close to the, the, the bouncing pillow or you might want to be far away from the bouncing pillow. You never know. So then she wants to be able to, if you will, walk the proposed site. So a lesson she learned pretty quickly was when travelling around Australia to so never, in her in her position, never pay for a site unless um, she's seen it. So she doesn't want to pay for it unseen. On a few occasions, she got caught out and found the sites that were offered were just too tight uh, for the location within the park, and, and that section of the park was maybe less desirable. So where park staff weren't keen... She says, I'm walking the proposed or letting them walk on the proposed site first and she'd just go to another park or another town because if there's plenty of parks around, then you go and choose another one. So she says, when walking the site, check its suitability for your setup. So will the setup fit with the proximity to the power pole, the water, the sullage, and try to gain as much feel of the place, including maybe, you know, the, the whole ambience of it, if you will. And then drive through site she said when when you're staying in a caravan park overnight so you're just pulling in staying the night pulling out the next morning she doesn't see a lot of advantage in having to unhitch so on those occasions she always requests a drive-through site if possible that way she doesn't have to unhitch but not all parks offer that type of of site so there's been some instances where the parks accommodate our requests she said by giving two sites back to back now we had that happen to us fairly recently before the COVID, of course, <laughs> where the caravan park said, yeah, you, you know, you, you've got that area there. You do what you want to do with it. There was two of us, uh, two, two vans, and, and we just had basically a block to ourselves. It was terrific. So make sure you know exactly how long. Oh, this is really important. This is a really good bit of advice. Make sure you know how long your tow vehicle and your caravan or your RV or whatever it is, how long that measures before you ask uh, can you have a drive-through site? Because they, they do have the measurements and they need to know if you're going to be 
comfy in there or if you're going to be stretching outside of the boundaries. And then she said you can, maybe, if, you, if you're staying a long time, you might be able to get a bit of a deal, ask for a bit of a discount, and that's a nice thing to do if you can do that. Um, I, I think that's, that's a reasonable thing to do. If you're going to stay for a few days, you might be able to do it. But however, there's, there's other things that you can do while you're in town or search around or do whatever. And don't forget, you know, sometimes you're not using your caravan as, as often as you think you're going to, and you might want to protect it that little bit more. So you might want to put a, a, a tough or a durable type caravan cover, something that will protect, protect your van, if you will. If you haven't got it undercover... You know, you can get hail. Uh, you can. It's just sitting outside in the in the in the sunshine, and there's, you know, that's going to affect your tires. It's going to affect your paintwork. It's going to affect your your windows. It affects everything. So you know, if you can protect it that little bit better, then then you do because it's an investment, isn't it? You've bought the investment. You've paid for it. It's your hard earned money. So if you can get a cover for yourself, then it's a beautiful thing to do. And there's plenty of people around that make covers for caravans, so you can search that around. You might be able to find them in so many places and there's going to be deals coming up because the caravan shows the shows will be starting again soon isn't that good news the shows will be starting again soon in fact there's one coming up which is not one that you get to go to it's going to be an on-site expo so keep an ear open for that when i get more detail on it for you i think it's going to be in july i think it's july uh so when i get the exact dates i will let you know but it's going to be terrific. What's going to happen is it'll be like going to a caravan show. They'll have uh, all the dealers that would normally be there will have uh, their new and their used ones available, and you'll have so much, so many avenues to go and look at those on the web, make your little shortlist, and then go and see them at the particular yard that you want to go and see them. I think that's going to be pretty terrific. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh, as they say. Well, that's what Cold Joy says, isn't it? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Hey, why don't we have a little bit of Cold Joy? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. You enjoy this. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. We're on the road. Good to be on the road with you. It's great to be on the road with you. Here we go. Cold Joy. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Scott Gibbons, we're on the road, and I tell you, it's so good, isn't it, being back on the road where we can go out and meet other people, see other faces, do other things, and see this beautiful country of ours again. And when you're talking about the beautiful things that are in this nation, I'm with Kate, and she's Kate Minogue from Paravans, and by golly, there's things that she knows about caravans 
that I didn't know about. She's taught me so much just sitting with her now. And, and one of the things I was talking to her about was, and I'll ask her again, just so that everyone can share in this case. When people are buying a new van, obviously it's pretty exciting and they've, you know, that may have been to a caravan show, they've got the brochures, they've gone onto the web, they've gone around, but it's when they meet you, isn't it, that they can say, I know what I want, because you're going to guide them through the process of colours and schemes and uh, what colour outside, what colour inside, what colour, all the details, that's that's where you come in, isn't it? Hi, Scott. Yes. Look, there's always a lot of details to be worked out once you purchase a caravan, especially if you are at a show, it can be quite overwhelming and it is a big purchase. So we like to make sure that you're comfortable in what you've chosen. Um, so, you know, you're welcome to come to our dealership at any time. Um, it, it, you know, if we're going to pick your colours, um, I'll take you around the vans, show you a few things, point out a few things. Uh, you can have a look at some different colour schemes, but we've also got so many samples that you can choose from. Um, again, some people are, um, you know, need a little bit more help in picking their, their colour schemes and, and others, they're quite happy to say, oh, have this, this and this. So, yeah, just a little bit, um, you know, of help along the way, you know, we can do that. Because it's exciting and personal. It's, it's probably... You know, one of the biggest purchases that anybody will ever make. And it's an, I mean, it is an exciting time, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, you're not only excited about your new van, but you're excited about getting away on a holiday. As you said, meeting new people. Um, and you want to, you know, make sure that your van is right for you. So that's what we're trying to do. So what sort of things should people consider? You know, if they're looking at a, a van that is on display, uh, you can take, that colour interior and match it up with another colour fabric and you can match it up with the window treatment and the... Mm. And uh, yeah, absolutely. If I could offer any word of advice, if you're going and looking at a show where there's heaps of vans on display and you're looking at a van, you need to just look at that layout. Uh, don't look at the colour scheme because you can change the colour schemes. You know, you can... If you come in and you've got a... Um, red upholstery and you absolutely hate red don't worry about that because we can change that but if you like the style of that seating if you like the layout of that van we can take that van and turn it into something that you'll love oh what a wonderful wonderful thing so don't look at the color scheme necessarily look at the layout by the layout first and then you'll match yes. the color scheme that they absolutely. want absolutely the layout and the features because really that that's what you need to use uh the icing on the cake is your colors which we can you know, it can be, be your own choice. That's where the cake magic comes in. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about other things? I've, I've seen that you can match uh, even wheel colours. You, you've got decorative okay. wheel colours now to match the outside of the van it's not just so exciting none of this you know old hat stuff going into the caravan park on the outside every every caravan has a stripe and you can choose your colours things like red blue green orange even purple we can put a spot of purple in the wheels as well and you can be rolling along just looking like oh isn't that fabulous And, and what sort of things are people putting in vans now? Are you finding that there's a, a, a big thing for um, satellite television or is it everybody's just looking at free-to-wear? What are they doing now? Yeah, look, look, lots of different things. I find the men tend to look at the outside, so your batteries and your solar and stuff like that. Uh, the women are the inside. How big is the fridge? Um, is there enough drawer space? Have I got an oven? Um, certainly, you know, all the vans will come with a, a free-to-air air, sorry, free-to-air aerial. Um, you can add a satellite system if you want, and then um, you use your vast box to connect to all the different services. And the vast box, of course, we know about that because the show goes out on the vast network. So there we go. we're Australia-wide. So if you're listening to us on vast, g'day. Hello. And welcome to On The Road. This is Kate that you're talking to right now. And of course, Scott, I'm with you each and every week. So the things that people are buying, so if they're, if they're changing the, the drawers, they can, they can change the layout of the van to suit themselves if they want you, you tell us what well, they can well, do. Our brands, we do do custom building. Um, so that means if, if you want uh, your drawers to come up the other end, if we can, we will do it for you. Of course, there are regulations that we, we need to adhere to, um, but all you need to do is discuss or bring up that um, option and we'll find out for you whether it can be done. Okay, and bedding now, what's the thing with bedding? Are many people getting single beds for the main bed or are they all going for the, the doubles? What are still, they doing? Still mostly we'll wear queen bed now. Uh, we don't do the doubles anymore unless it's a special request. Right. Um, all come with the inner spring mattress and most of them with a pillow top as well. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Absolutely. That is good. Mm-hmm. And lighting now, your, your batteries 
uh, are using a lot less power generally because you've gone to LED, LED lighting? LED, absolutely. So LED throughout the inside um, and the outside. Uh, you know, a lot of people like to free camp these days and um, we, we need to keep that, that battery usage down. And so a battery management system, is that one of the things that people are... Certainly, certainly. So um, we put a battery management system in, in every van. Um, you need to check whether that's the right one for you or whether we can offer you a different one. So maybe you want to go to lithium or something like that. Um, so your battery management system and your battery monitor need to work together. And solar? It's just solar on uh, in just about every van. Um, again, just to give you that um, trickle feed into your battery so that you can free camp for a few days. Oh, that's good. Now, one of the things you showed me today was a Bluetooth sound system. Yes, indeed. So, you know, a lot of people these days, they're not using their CDs anymore. Everything's on your phone or your iPod, uh, things like that. So if you want to just sort of Bluetooth onto the stereo system, we can do that. All right. Now, I'm going to stump you now because I didn't ask you this question first. But do you have a favourite Australian band? goodness i know i didn't ask you so i'm putting you fair on the spot yeah. so think of an australian no, band australian. or an australian song yeah, yeah now you probably really got me there i'm thinking obviously right back when uh australian crawl and jimmy barnes and all that yeah. sort of stuff so you want um, a bit of barnsy oh yeah yeah he's right. been popping up on my facebook so maybe that's why he's in my all mind all right <laughs> so have you got a favorite barnsy song or do you want me to pick one for you you can pick one for me all Scott. right well i'll pick a song for you and it'll be by barnsy and, and we will make that happen everybody will rock along to that so kate you've just been so good so generous and so knowledgeable so if you want to find out more all you've got to do is contact Kate, and she's at Paravans at Windsor, and the best phone number to get Kate on is? 4577-5577. 4577. How good's that? And all we've got to do is put an 02 on the front. And and the thing is, the Kate will sell you a van wherever you are in Australia. So if you've got a query and you want to buy a van from someone that really knows what they're doing, then you come and talk to Paravans, and Kate will make sure that she manages that van all the way through so that you get it in tip-top order right brand new and you'll be so excited when you get it kate will help you share that excitement and maybe you get a drink together too well i reckon kate's so good in fact she could be the best if you can have the best you might as well have jimmy barnes because she loves jimmy barnes we know that and here's tina turner also so you've got simply the best this is for you kate this is for everybody because you're gonna love this song okay back in a little while
Ah, uh, Barnsley and Turner Turner, always good, always good. Now, what about suspension? How good is your suspension? And if you're getting a new off-road caravan, chances are, according to GoRV.com.au, chances are you're going to get a suspension that's independent. So you get an independent coil suspension. So what they did is they spoke to a couple of Australia's foremost engineers, uh, Andrew Goddard of Cruise Master and Jibu John at Alco, for some of the answers. And quality control is one of the big things because independent coil suspension absorbs a massive force and, and that's imposed by varying road conditions. So and they can't do that reliably if it isn't worth the steel it's made from. You've got to be listening to this because this is really good. A quality setup will comprise components tuned to suit the weight and the intended use of the caravan. So Andrew Goddard said with shock absorbers that have been valved for the application, the suspension arms should have been thoroughly tested in local conditions too. What they're saying is that if you're buying an Aussie van and you're going to use it in Australia, you're best to buy an Aussie suspension that's been tested here. Now, you can buy, and I was talking to a caravan dealer during the week, and he was saying, look, you can buy Chinese caravans and they are a lot cheaper. And there's a reason they're a lot cheaper. (laughs) A reason, and many, many reasons they're a lot cheaper, and a lot of it it can just easily come down to the quality and the lack of research maybe on our local market. So the suspension arm should have been thoroughly tested in the local conditions. So an, an often missed area is access to spare parts. Isn't that good? Access to spare parts. So you can have your butte van, and if you don't have access to spare parts, it's just sitting there. It's a, it's a big paperweight. So suspensions that often come on imported trailers, so it's caravans and boat trailers and whatnot, they don't have the parts or the support to keep them going. So the X factor in suspension also comes from the team behind it. If they live and breathe the off-road industry and they're passionate about it, then it'll be reflected in the product. But if they're just manufacturing because somebody gives them a set of plans and they're doing it on the cheap, just to make things cheaper, oh, problem there. So Jibu John of Alco, because he's Alco Australia's RV engineer responsible for the development of the Enduro coil suspension range, he pointed out that it was essential that a coil suspension system maximised friction between the tyre and the road surface, maintaining that contact constantly. So in terms of ride comfort, uh, a quality coil setup should efficiently absorb the vibration, gravitational and impact forces from the road. Now then you've got your components. So the independent coil suspension is made up of, you've got control arms and your stub axles included in that. You've got coil springs uh, and they should be really, really good. Shock absorbers, now they dampen the oscillation of the coil springs, especially during the suspension rebound. And they also control the transient movement of the van body, such as during a lane change. So all of this is so important. You're going to go out at some time or another and you want to buy a new van. And all of us are price conscious, aren't we? We're all price conscious. But the most important part is to be quality conscious. Because, as I say, if you buy something cheap, It looks, that's the thing, you know, a cheap van can look good. A cheap van that comes in from overseas can look good. It's shiny, it's polished, it's pretty, but that's all you're looking at is the shiny, shiny, polished, pretty parts. You're not seeing the engineering that's gone into it. Looks good, parts look similar, they're painted in the same colours probably, but oh no. So you've got to not buy an expensive paperweight. That's the way I look at it. So you've got advantages with coil. You've got load rating. The load rating of a coil suspension is based on the ultimate strength of the suspension arm's bearing capacity. So your spring rates and your dampening characteristics. And you've got to remember that the suspension doesn't just hold up the van. It has to control the body in dynamic conditions. So when you're going around a corner, when you're going along the straight, when you're going up a hill, when the van's leaning, when you're going over corrugations, that suspension has really got a lot to do. So it's got to be rated to support the fully loaded van when it's coupled to the tow vehicle. So that's your GTM. And trailers with multiple axles, the suspension and load rating should meet what they term the VSB1 light trailer requirements for non-load sharing axles in an axle group. So there's so much to it. So suspension applications, the stub actual material grade is higher than other components. And Cruise Master, they, well, they famously conduct remote area testing of their products known as rat runs. So it's torture testing 
and they torture test their suspension and the other components in very, very serious off-road conditions, anywhere from Cape York to the Birdsville track. So if you've done Cape York, then you know the corrugations to get there. They are mean. They're nasty. And then you've got your suspension travel. So how much travel should a suspension system have? Well, suspension travel is defined by the driving conditions. For blacktop touring, the travel is kept to a minimum. But off-road, independent coil setup, it's quite different. So if you take Alco's Enduro Outback setup, for example, its control arms and coil springs are designed for a maximum travel of 140 mil. So that's, that's good. Cruise Master's semi-off-road system uh, has 100 mil of travel, and its XT off-road has more than 130 mil of travel. So th- there's, there's a difference. You've got to look. So do you use one shock absorber or two? Well, the tow vehicle only has one shock absorber per wheel. So why do why did most independent coil suspension systems for caravans use two? Well, a heavily loaded caravan on extreme corrugated roads on a hot day, it'll require heavy-duty shock absorbers with an increased heat dissipation rate for optimised ride performance. So John Gibbia said that otherwise the excessive heat combined with all the bubbles can cause early fading and degradation of your shock absorber. And Alco's investing in the development of new shock absorber design that satisfy even higher heat dissipation rates. So that's good. And Cruise Master, well, they've, they've said in the early days of the Cruise Master XT, the customers were pushing the boundaries of the product and needed higher ratings and body control. And the easiest thing to do was to add another dual shock tube. There are additional benefits in that you get twice the amount of oil volume uh, on the surface area, which to handle the heat generated with some redundancy. So that's, that's really good. So they work very hard on a single axle trailer, but seeing single axles of 2.5 tonnes, compare that to a Land Cruiser towing it, it's 2.5 tonnes on two axles. So you've got so much, but maintenance is the thing. Periodic inspections, regular servicing should ensure that all quality independent coil suspension systems, they provide years of faithful service while meeting the necessary safety standards in your ride performance. But a visual inspection Checking for cracks and world failures, world failures can easily be done by the owner. So you can have a look at those. But other maintenance jobs include inspecting your shock absorbers for oil leaks, checking the coils for sagging, performing torque checks on all your bolts. That's important. Uh, including your wheel nuts, inspecting for wear or damage of wheel bearings, your tyre wear, your pressure to keep the bushes greased, and, and testing the brakes and adjusting if necessary. So there's so much to do. So there are some early warning signs. So how would you know? Well, if your coil suspension system is failing or it's going to need service, well, according to Jibu, uh, you'll find that excessive swaying or a rough, bumpy ride, that's a hint. If the caravan's pulling to the left or right when you're driving straight, there's a hint there. A sudden momentum change during braking and acceleration makes the caravan nosedive or lean backwards. Overheating brakes or squealing or grinding noises from the brakes, even un- uneven tyre wear. So a van that leans to one side, uh, that should not automatically be attributed to suspension failure, but there could be some fundamental flaws in the van's weight distribution causing this. So it's Im- important to drive to the conditions, and I think that's something that you know we've all got to be aware of, and we've got to... So if you're getting a new suspension, that would be just terrific. If you're getting a new caravan, you get a new suspension, how beautiful is that? I reckon. So what do you reckon? A little bit of Johnny O'Keefe because we're all counting on the suspension, aren't we? We're always counting on our suspension. What about a little bit of I'm counting on you? Here he is, Johnny O'Keefe. I'm counting on you. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. We're on the road. Gee, it's good being on the road. Isn't it good seeing us radio again? It is, isn't it? Here's Johnny O'Keefe. I'm counting on you. Here we go. I'm 
counting the little things you tell me that move me oh so much. I'm counting your kisses and caresses, and cause I thrill as I do. I found you The days and nights divine I'm counting the dreams I built around you Because your love is mine I'm counting on happiness forever Oh, lover, always be true Security. What do you do about security when you've got your caravan, you've got all your bits and pieces and things, and Club 4x4 did a terrific article, and, and it gave some hints and tips on how to give yourself a little bit more peace of mind with having more security. So it says that the vibe is, you know, try and park where you've got better vibe, get some information if you like, from the local servos, the information centres, other business owners, but be mindful of location advice that you get on social media because not always is that the most reliable, so they say. The best thing is leave nothing unsecured. So you could consider, and these are all considerations, getting wheel clamps because uh, it's, it's worth noting that wheel clamps will add more weight to your van when travelling, but they also deter thieves. So there's something to consider and you can look up wheel clamps for your RV and there's a whole selection of them out there, so you pick out the one that you feel comfy with. Maybe a hitch lock is something you should take into account. A hitch lock, that adds another level of, of pretty simple security for your van. You've got a Cruise Master DO35, you can put a pin straight up through that. There's so many other attachments that you can have for all the different hitches. So, you know, be aware of those. I know years ago, I, I had a van stolen, and I, I should have had a, a better lock. I did have a lock. But uh, obviously they got rid of that. But just be aware that they still work. Not everybody comes fully prepared. And you might have security cables because sometimes you've got some loose things around your campsite, haven't you? So you can get what they call tamper-proof cables. And they've got an alarm built in, a 120 decibel alarm built into the cable. So if the cable is cut, then the alarm goes off. And they're readily available. You can get them through camping stores and four-wheel drive stores and various other places. So, uh, And if you've got some bikes and things, you can tie them around your bike, click those together, and then onto your bike rack or whatever, or your van chassis. And if you've got something bigger like tables and chairs and generators or you know an outdoor fridge or whatever it be, then you can get longer cables. You can get even 10-metre ones. So, you know, and if you try cutting through those... You're going to set off the alarm, and, and that'll deafen anybody, they reckon, <laughs> that's going to be so close to that. You can even try chains, if you want, around your jerry cans and your gas cylinders. So it, it doesn't stop, obviously, if you put a chain around your jerry can, it doesn't stop the ferals siphoning out your fuel, but at least you get to keep, maybe, your jerry can. So if you've got a cable across that or a chain across that and then locked up with a heavy-duty padlock, that might be a good thing. You can have a car hitch pin lock. This is something, you know, this is silly. The, your whole caravan and everything is protected by a car hitch pin lock and that's generally held in with just an R clip. So, And you'll hear, you'll hear some horror stories, if you will, of the hitch pins have just been stolen. Now, if the hitch pin is stolen, you, you can lose your whole van and that's not funny. So each time you start off, if you stop, make sure that your pin is in place. You know, so somebody can just steal either the R clip or your or your hitch, your hitch pin, and and you know you, you're going to have a bad day, a bad day. So check that one. Your recovery tracks, those 
uh, they're an easy target. So if you, you've got to secure those. So again, you can secure them with the, with the 120 decibel cables, or you can use some, uh, some of the brands have their own security pins that you can use. Uh, you can even get a Rhino locking cable, and, and that's got a, uh, a lock built into it, so you can get those, so something to consider. Uh, there's cannula lock cables, so if you've got a porter boat or something like that, then you might want to use those. It's cannula lock, K-A-N-U-L-O-C-K, but if you go into your RV supplier, they'll have something there for you. Have a look around, though. Have a real good look around, because there are some pieces of gear that you can buy that look good that aren't good. You know, they're just cheap, imported rubbish so make sure that you get the better stuff sometimes sometimes you've got to spend a bit more money to get to to save all that big money that you spend on your caravan or your rv or your camper trailer or whatever it be sometimes it's worth spending that extra twenty dollars thirty dollars whatever it be so you get the right bit of gear sensor lights are taking off now sensor lights are really good so if you've because they, they work on solar so, you know, if you leave your caravan over night time and you put a couple of sensor lights there, if somebody walks too close, the light will come on. That just lets them know that, you know, they're being seen somewhere, somewhere, and you can get those anywhere now. Uh, some people, this was one which 4x4 talked about or Club 4x4 talked about, they said they had an old iPhone which is activated to the uh, Find My Phone function or the Find My Phone app, whatever it be, and they leave it powered via a USB charger hidden and installed with a cheap, a cheap yearly SIM card. So it's not as fancy as some dedicated caravan security systems, but it's easy, it's cost effective. And if the van gets stolen, then they can track it down pretty easily. So that's clever. That's clever. And if you've got an old iPhone or an old phone hanging around, that might be something that you can use. The thing is, don't make it easy for the thieves. So make sure that you hide your valuables out of sight, make sure your computer, your camera, and your wallet, they're not visible. And importantly, that they're not near the entrance to the van or the door of your car. And if, if you can, you might be able to install a safe in, a, in an out of sight location, and that might be clever. And your keys, we know it's easy to have your spare keys just inside the van door, because we all do it, don't we? You put your, <laughs> you hang your spare keys up near the door, but an, an opportunist, a thief can just walk by Take those keys so quickly, and then when you're off sightseeing, they don't even have to break in because they've got your keys. And then you could have a problem because if they haven't broken in, then the insurance company might have some questions for you. So there you go. There's some things there. There's a, a plethora, if you like, of new caravan security options available. Among them is a solar-powered 4G camera system that allows you to see what's going on around your van via your phone, as long as you're in range, of course, uh, and, and as well as caravan immobilizers. And so they're all being used. So they're things to do, things to be aware of, because you're going travelling and not everybody is lovely. Not everyone is lovely. They should be. They should be. So what you've got to do is step back, have a look at your security, what you're doing. And if you're going to step back, then you might as well have step back with Johnny O'Keefe. And I think that's what we're going to do. And it's about time I said goodbye to you because it's the end of the show and I'm going to miss you until next week. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. We're on the road. In the meantime, if you want to hear other other editions of On the Road, you've just got to go onto our podcast. And to find that, you go on to On the Road Media .com.au, that's on the road, media, M-E-D-I-A, .com.au, and go in there, and there's a little section there that just says podcast. You click that, and there's about 40 shows that'll come up, and you've got them there for you, so you can enjoy those anytime. And in the meantime, you look after our sponsors, because we love our sponsors. We really, really do. You look after them. Here's Johnny O'Keefe. Here's Step Back. We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons. We're on the road. So good to be with you. See you next week.
Don't be fooled by the things he's bought you Step back Step back a little, you're falling in love Step back a little, don't look above Step back a little, you're falling in love tonight I'll just tell you one more time now Step back I won't be glad till you're all mine now Step back Step back a little, fall in love Step back a little, don't look above Step back 